discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same, we are constant. God is constant, God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Tonight, I want you to take your watch off, put it in your pocket. I want you to put off your phone. Yeah. You know, when you are, when you are ready to meet with God, you don't go and give God an agenda. Ah. Push your neighbor and say, we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do that. Yeah. There's no agenda tonight. We are here till we close. Powerful. Please push the neighbor by you and say, stop doing as if you are busy. It's not true. Stop it, stop it, prayer. Stop doing as if you are busy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ashes, please. Yes. All right. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Powerful. Tell anybody, it's a conference. It's a conference. Yeah, but bore word. Hey. We're coming to do what? Bore word. Uh-huh. Yeah. The word that will wash us, heal us, fill us, equip us, inspire us. That word is coming. Hallelujah. Well, tonight, it's a pleasure to bring up to the podium somebody who is not a stranger to this house. Amen. I say he's not a stranger to this house. Yeah. If you, if you go into his church, that is at Bwedi, it's only one of a number of them. You would think that you have lost your way. Yeah. I say you think that you have what? Lost your way. Yeah. And you think that you have appeared in a UD church or a UO church. But it's not surprising. This is a man who has followed Bishop Doug since 1999, I believe. Yeah. And it shows. You see it in the fruit. The number of branches that have come up, the size of the branches over a period of time, the building, anointing, and so many things. He is also a member of the Healing Jesus board and he's also I don't know whether they call themselves executives or what name they use but just like how we have the United Denominations there are also some affiliated denominations that are what should I say other churches that are flowing with the prophet and they are called AD and he's also one of the main guys in AD Amen and the same, the same father who consecrated Archbishop is the same father who consecrated him as a bishop. So he's one of us. I think a lot of his people are here. Love Economy, you're from Love Economy. Just here. ah, I didn't I say it all. Manka, thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before he comes, Archbishop is also in the house. Yeah. And very soon, he'll be paying us another kind of visit. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And 
Agusha, thank you. I've really felt your support. I always feel it, especially out of evangelism. You're always here with us. And we just want to say we appreciate you greatly. Amen. And you, when you get yours, play chaskele with it. But me, dear. <laughs> and it's not just raps. Those of us who are really organizing it, we know what we're saying. Hallelujah. And we believe that one day soon he'll be here with yes I, we have to make use of our connections tell your neighbor we make use of make use of what our connections uh-huh there are only two archbishops in the whole uh-huh. one of them is here we have to use it oh uh, we should go and beg bantama we are borrowing okay thank you so much hallelujah so back to tonight i'm going to be bringing up a very special man of god what i was Today, as I sat here, I've seen it before, but today it struck me in another way. Every sentence has a scripture. So ask your neighbor, please quote some two scriptures for me. Just just two. Only two. Only two. And please, John 3.16 is not inside. Maybe John 3.17 can work. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Every sentence has a scripture. You have been giving African proverbs. <laughs> And the jokes that you have been seeing on uh, social media. But he's about to take us on a tour of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, we just want to rise to our feet. We want to give honor to whom honor is due. And we want to bring to the podium this distinguished vessel, Bishop Isaac Otibuate. Come on, put your hands together. It's always a blessing to be here. It's always uh, an honor to be to be standing behind this um, pulpit and to be a part of all that God is doing here. It's good to see you. Help you with me. Yes, Hallelujah, Mommy. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to God's children. You know, Paul said that we are helpers of your joy. Yes. So to be given the opportunity to have you know, access and share some things with God's children that will help them. It's a blessing. Mommy is the best. How many of you agree that mommy is the best? I mean, when I saw how, I mean, you are, you are just feeling free in the house of God. I, I mean, it's a blessing. Oh, you can't do that in some places. Oh, oh yes. The way they were, when they come to sing and you were, you were mentioning people's names. I see you. Are, okay. Charlie, you are blessed. Yes, and it's all because of the one who is leading you. Yes. Let's give mommy a big, big, big round of applause. Wow. Hallelujah. God bless you for your counsel, for teaching us a word, and for allowing us to have joy in the house of God. Hallelujah. Archbishop Patrick Bruce is also in the house. What a blessing. A whole archbishop. Are we not blessed? Thank you so much, sir, for your blessing, for your words of encouragement, your prayers, all the work you have done over the years, still standing strong for the Lord and allowing mommy to do the things that she does for the Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's one in a million. 
and we are glad we have one of that one in a million. Let's give Archbishop a big, 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 big round of applause. Hallelujah. And to our prophet. What a man. What an angel from the Lord. Are you clapping or you're not clapping? You know? Some people are men of God by mouth. If you've been in the ministry for some time, you would know. There are men of God who don't pray. And there are men of God who don't read their Bibles. So many. There are men of God who don't care about the flock of God. I was, I was amazed when I, I learned that the prophet did not get any marriage counseling because, I mean, it wasn't just available. It wasn't there. So he just entered marriage just like that. And yet, because of the care he has for the church and has for the body of Christ, he's written two of the most powerful books on marriage you can ever find anywhere in the world. Yes, that all of us are using to educate ourselves everywhere. It's amazing. It's amazing. Documenting things. It's not a joke. It's not a small thing. You know, normally what you don't, I mean, there are fathers who don't give their children what they didn't get. A father can have it and say, because I didn't get it, you are also not getting it. Yes, but we have a father who gives us what he didn't get. Yes, and makes sure our lives are going the way God wants. I think we can do it better for the prophet. Hallelujah. One day, one day I, I, I'm sure we'll get the opportunity to preach about him. Yes, because we need to understand what we have. If you don't understand what you have, you treat it anyhow. If you have to have a good understanding of what you have, so that you can appreciate and admire, keep admiring and keep receiving. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for this opportunity to hear your word. We are grateful and we are thankful. Thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit who is here to teach us, to grant us understanding. Dear Holy Spirit of understanding, grant us understanding. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of our understanding, Lord. Breathe upon us and open our understanding to understand your word. And let your word make deep impressions in our hearts. Cause us to climb up in glory and climb up in fruitfulness. Thank you for a change of levels for all of us. Even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places. I want to welcome all pastors. Reverend Eric, God bless you. I have special love for you. Where I'm standing is because Reverend Eric found me. It was Reverend Eric who found me and said, Brother, what you are doing needs to come out. Yes, yes, yes. So let's clap for Reverend Eric for listening to the prophet, listening to mommy, and moving to find people like us. If he had not found us, we would not be here. It all began with him just some five years ago. Yes, just some five years ago. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hallelujah. Wow. I've been sharing on the agency of the matter. And I started talking last night. I shared some few things concerning the agency, how urgent it is for us to, um, to preach the gospel, to change lives, to win souls, to bless many. It's so important. There's something at stake. You may think there's nothing at stake, but there's something. And I spent the last two sessions trying to explain and expound 
the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And how that, that is as, it's as certain as the, the noonday sun. It is really going to happen. It is going to happen. Sometimes when we talk about it, it's like it's, it's a story. But it's not a story. It's not just a mere story. It's going to happen practically. One of these days we'll be sitting here. And before you realize, the heavens would have opened. And our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ would have descended. And we are meeting him in the air. And we are going for the judgment of the, of the Bimasi judgment. And you are, you are being called and you are standing in front of the Lord. And the Lord is asking you questions. Many questions. How about this one? How about this person? What about this one? Paul knew and said that I, 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 I did not refuse to preach the gospel to everyone. He says, I preached publicly and privately. Yes, Acts 20, 20. That's what Paul said. Look at Acts 20, 20. You can remember, it's a, it's a, it's a verse to easily remember. 20, 20, that's it. And then you just add, add the Acts. And now I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but I've showed you and I've taught you publicly and from house to house. I have showed you and taught you publicly and from house to house. So Paul was preaching publicly and from house to house as well. Yes, house to house and public. Do you see? So you must also do the same. Paul said, woe is me if I preach not the gospel. He knew what was at stake. He knew what was at stake. He knew there was something at stake. He knew that he was going to stand before his Lord and give an account of himself. This morning I spoke about how that remembering and having the consciousness of the fact that you will give an account and that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming will cure you of a lot of foolishness. Most Christians are fooling around because they have forgotten about Jesus Christ. We are in church. We mention Jesus' name. We pray in Jesus' name. But you don't know him. You don't know him. He's not part of your thoughts. You've not fallen in love with him yet. That is the truth. There are many pastors, many preachers who don't know Jesus. They preach about him, but they've never encountered him. It's an amazing thing. Paul said, my, my, my desire is to know Jesus, that I may know him. Yes, that is it, that I may know him. Paul knew him, but he said, I want to know him more. Because the more of him you find, the more of him that is revealed to you, the more you change. Yes, it's an amazing thing. And if you understand that he is going to come again, it will cure you. Yes. Philippians 3.10, that I may know him. That I may know him. Then he talks about the power of his resurrection. I'm going to talk about resurrection tonight. The power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. This is what Paul was looking for. He wanted to conform to the death of Jesus Christ. Like he wanted to suffer like Jesus suffered. Yes. He wanted to suffer like Jesus suffered. Whilst a lot of people are shaking away from any form of suffering. It's a message that is not even in the body of Christ. Apart from the prophet, I don't know who preaches it. Apart from Bishop, I don't know. Apart from the presiding Bishop, I don't know who else preaches it. Sufferings. Losing. Dying. Sacrificing. And what? Have we turned it? Losing, suffering, sacrificing, and dying. It's not a popular message. But that is what we need in the body of Christ. Because that, all of us must lose. All of us must sacrifice. All of us must die. Because there's a reward. There's something at stake. Eesh. There is something at stake. There's something at stake. Paul said something. You see, one day, 
the sons of Zebedee came with their mother. Mother Zebedee and her children came to Jesus Christ and came to ask him. You know, he said that, I want my sons, one to sit on your right and the other to sit on your left in your kingdom. Then Jesus said, hey, do you know what you're talking about? Mrs. Zebedee, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Ma Zebedee, you know not what you speak of. You don't understand. Then he asked him a question. Are you able to drink of the cup that I'm going to drink of? And are you going to be baptized with the baptism that I'm, I'm going to be baptized with? They say unto him, we are able. Yes. The guys were wild, wild spiritual guys, I tell you. Yes. Because they had eternity in mind. The church of today has forgotten that there's something called eternity. It's an amazing thing. We are all, we are all thinking about husbands. And wives and children. And cars and houses. And money. It's not a small thing. Oh. All that is important. But there's something that is higher than that. He asked them, are you able to drink of the cup that I'm going to drink of? And be baptized with the baptism that I'm going to baptize with? They said, yes, we are able. Jesus said, truly, truly, you shall be baptized. Yes. You know, that, you know not what you ask. Are you able to drink? Next verse, verse, verse 23. And he said unto them, he shall drink indeed of my cup. And be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left... It's not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is spread of my Father. There are preparations that the Father has made for you. There's a place the Father has made for you to sit in the heavenlies. You can, it's either you sit there or, or you miss it. It's either you sit there or you miss it. And as far as the, the scriptures are concerned, a lot of people are missing it. You see, this guy, Jesus was talking about the baptism. There's a baptism. It's called the baptism of sufferings. And the cup of sufferings. There's a baptism called the baptism of sufferings and a cup called the cup of sufferings. That you must, we must drink of. And that we must be baptized with. You know, when the mother came to ask for this, the first person to be killed after Jesus Christ was James, the brother of John. Yes. First guy to be killed. Yes. He requested for it and he got it. Yes. First guy to be killed. And the last guy to die out of the 12 was John. The other stood left and right. Yes, left and right. Shout. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. You know, but it's something you should ask for. You should ask for it. You see, because you should ask for it, actually. Because, you see, um, when, you, when, you, when you die a certain kind of death, okay, people here may be sad, but there in heaven you have a very high place, I tell you. Paul was talking in 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, okay, verse 26. Look at 1 Corinthians 15, 26. Look for, um, else what shall they do that are baptized for the dead? Look for that one. I think it's 34 or so. 29, yes. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead? Let's read from verse 20, uh, 28. So it makes more sense. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the son, of, son also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Then he says, And else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead? If the dead rise not at all, why are they, why are they baptized for the dead? There's something called the baptism of the dead. Okay? Yes. And that is opting for 
death instead of life because of Jesus Christ. You see, and this, this particular thing, eh? so next, look at the next verse. Paul was talking about the resurrection, and he was, he was surprised that some people didn't believe that, some Christians didn't believe that there would be the resurrection of the dead. He was shocked. He's like, are you people serious at all? He says, and why stand we in jeopardy every hour? Why are we in trouble every hour? NLT, NLT will help us from, the, from this verse, so that you understand the English. And why should we ourselves risk our lives hour by hour? He was risking his life hour by hour. Look at the way you are suffering in India. Hour by hour, it's not a small thing. Hour by hour. Next verse. For I swear, dear brothers, Paul is swearing, I swear, dear brothers and sisters, that I face death daily. This is as certain as my pride in what Christ Jesus our Lord has done in you. Next verse. And what value was there in fighting wild beasts? Those people of Ephesus, if there will be no resurrection from the dead, and if there's no resurrection, let's eat, let's feast and drink, for tomorrow we die. There's something, there's something as they go. There's a resurrection of the dead. It's just urgent. Yes, and how you live your life today will determine how your life will be in eternity. Time is for sowing. Eternity is for reaping. Time is for sowing. So in the Old Testament, there were some people who were tortured for, for God's sake. If you read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, you will see them. Look at Hebrews eleven thirty-two. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, worked valiant in fight, turned, flight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Next verse. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured. Listen to this. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Why? So that they might obtain a better resurrection. There's a better resurrection, I tell you. Oh, yes. They were tortured and were giving them deliverance. They were telling them, if you recant, if you renounce, you are okay. You'll be fine. They said, no. Kill us. Do your worst. Yes. You know, Emperor Nero would, would, would want to see the faces of the Christians who were dying. To see, he wanted to see their last moments. So he would cut their leg, cut their tongue, cut their ears. And, and in, the, in the moment of their death, he will come and come and look at their faces. He said, and all of them were smiling. History says none of them were crying. They were all smiling. Yes. Entering eternity with joy. Why? They knew what they were going to get. They were being tortured, but they, did, they didn't accept deliverance. They didn't accept whatever. Moving from your hostel to go and preach to somebody is a problem. You don't know what you don't know what's that. that is why you are behaving the way you are behaving. We are talking about resurrection. You, are, you want to fornicate. You are a joke. You, like, you don't know. Like, you're, they said there's a problem. I grow when it's so plays in your eye. Are you in the church? Yes. Paul said, listen, if there is no resurrection of the dead, then let us eat and drink because for tomorrow we die. Tomorrow we die. There's something at stake. Jesus is coming. And having Jesus is coming in your mind changes the way you live your life today. It does. It does. It does. Awaken to righteousness and sin not. That's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians. Eh? If after the man of men are fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage that me? If the dead rise not, let's, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Next verse 33. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupts good manners. This is the problem. 
evil communication. You are not you 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 are communicating with the wrong people. You are fellowshipping with the wrong people. Definitely, so they are corrupting you, prevent you from knowing what matters most in this life. Oh yes, what matters most in this life? Time is for what? It's for sowing. Eternity is for reaping. Yes, look at the next verse. I wake to righteousness. He says, I wake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. I wake to righteousness now. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And he's going to ask you, what did you do for me? What did you do for me? I don't know. I don't know what answers you have planned. Who knows what he's going to say? What are you going to say? No, it's something you should think about a lot. If you think about it a lot, it will change your life. It will. You'll be shocked. It will change a lot of things about you. It will change the way you look at life. It will change the way you look at things. It will change the way you, you react to people. When someone hurts you, you will not be so hurt that you want to leave the church. Are you in the church because of the person? Yeah. We are serving Jesus Christ. What, what is this person? What has the person? I mean, Charlie, you should be happy. Yes. We are winning souls. We are changing lives. Yes, that's why we came. That's why we are together. Only reason, there's nothing else. Keep, keep the aim very simple. That is it. Don't complicate it. Yes. There's something at stake. There's something at stake, brother. People are sinking into eternity, into hell, into eternal damnation, and we are looking on. We have to do something. We have to do something. There's nothing wrong with you spending your life in another country. There's nothing wrong. People are migrating because of work. Why can't you migrate because of Jesus Christ? Why is it so difficult? You have to be smart. Look at Titus chapter 2 verse 11. Titus 2 11. Can I share what I want to share with you this morning? This evening? Do you, are, you, are you ready to hear? I have so many things to tell you. You'll be surprised. I have close to 500 scriptures for you. Yes. Another set of scriptures. If you are interested. Don't take the grace of God for granted. Because the grace of God is not meant for foolishness. You know, a lot of people, grace is important. I preach grace. It's very important. Without the grace of God, we can't do anything. Without the mercy of God, we'll not be here. No be so. I mean, if Jesus, if God was killing us for disobeying him, none of us would be here. Or, I mean, by, by, by this time, all of us would be gone. So it's the grace of God that has kept all of us. Because as I'm preaching to you, I have a lot of issues, I tell you. Many problems. Yes, I've not obeyed God in a lot of things. Oh, it's like you are, it's like you are suspecting, like, what, what is the man talking about? I'm, are you not, are you not, we, are all the same. we are all the same. I'm preaching to myself and I'm preaching to you too. Hey. Yes, we will, die, we will all be dead. God is merciful. The grace of God is, is, is the mercy of God. It's the help of God. It's, it's God helping you, giving you an opportunity to be able to stand to do what he wants done. Do you see? Uh-huh. But it doesn't mean that you can keep doing foolish things and keep doing wrong things and taking him for granted. You must not receive the grace of God in vain. That's what the Bible says. It's not, it's not right that you say that in your mind, oh, God will forgive me. So you keep doing foolish things. Why? God will forgive me. No. Grace is not meant for you to fool around. That's not the reason for grace. Grace is for God to help you jump over the temptations that come your way. Jesus Christ is in your life to help you jump over temptations. 
You see, because he himself was tempted. Hebrews chapter 4. Look at Hebrews. We'll come back to this. Go to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. All the feelings you have of your infirmities, of your challenges, the last that is moving around in your, in your, in your flesh. Yeah, it's a movement. It's a movement. It's a, is it a movement? Yes. It's a suffering for Christ when you decide that that movement is not going to be responded to. It's a suffering when you feel like, mm. Mm. I'm feeling it, but I'm not going to do it. It's a suffering. Ah. Oh, you don't feel it? I think these people, they don't feel it. I don't know if you people, do you, do you feel it? Do you feel such things? You feel such things? Do you have movement in your, in your system? You are married, Pa, but when you see someone moving around, like, hey, this one too is there. Wow, what a shock. Yeah. <laughs> the movements you are having, the Bible says that Jesus also had similar movements. So he can feel what you are feeling. All you are feeling, he too, he can feel it. Yes. The bottoms you are seeing, he's also seen some before. The breasts you are seeing, he's also seen some before. Yes. To whom to? To whom from? To whom do you belong to? <laughs> he, he's seen it all. Yes. The feeling to gamble. Yes. You see, Jesus lived in the height, uh, in, during the height of the Roman Empire. And pornography was on the ground, was on the floor. Yes. We don't have pornography on our roads. They had pornography on the road. Yes. Yes. I tell you. You see, the Corinth, okay, Corinth was spe specially made by one of the Roman empires, emperors, okay, as a city created for people from the east and the west to meet for fornication. That was, that was why Corinth was made. It was, it was situated in a particular, it's like uh, Vegas, the way we created Las Vegas. So that, that was a Las Vegas of the time. Yes. Jesus lived in the height of the Roman Empire's influence. You see, and they had pornography on the floor. Pompey, if you've read or seen or heard about Pompey, it was on the floor. As you're moving, it's on the floor. You see it on the floor. Yeah, that was the time Jesus lived in. He saw all of that. But the Bible says that, you see, he was tempted in all, in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. Jesus was tempted in all points. All the temptations you have, he was tempted in the same thing. All the, so you can't say, you don't know how I feel. He knows how you feel. That's why he became a man. So that you can't say that you don't know how I feel. He became a man so that he can feel what you feel. Do you see? Yes. And he was tempted like you are tempted, yet without sin. For what purpose? So that he can help you. So that he can help you when the temptation comes. He can help you to jump over it. That is his purpose in your life. Hebrews chapter 2. Go to Hebrews chapter 2. Verse 17, Hebrews 2, 17. Wherefore in all things it behoved him, it behoved Jesus, to be made like as unto his brethren, so that he might be merciful and faithful, he might be a, a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make a consolation for the sins of the people. You see, next verse. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor, the word succor is help, he's able to help them that are tempted. Because he himself was tempted, he's also able, he's able to help. So when at the edge, at the, on the verge of your temptation, when you ask for his help, his job is to help you jump over the temptation. 
not to do the temptation, not to, to fall and then you come and confess. It means that you've forgotten his, his existence in your life. His existence in your life is to help you jump over the problems. The, the Lancusa stopped and parked by you and told you to come. Come, come and come and sit in the car. It's like, this is it. One of our, one of, there's, a, there's a lady in our church whose bottoms is like this, very big. Yes. And, oh, can I preach? Or you can't, I can't preach. I mean, she's well endowed. The Lord has blessed her. One day she was walking by the road, the road sign, with some of her friends in the university, Ligon. As we're going, a land cruiser parked and called for her. That's, please come. And she went to the car, and the man said, oh, I want to pick you up, I want us to. Then she said, oh, no, I'm not coming. Her friends were standing by listening to what I was going. She said, oh, I'm not coming. You can, you can continue. God bless you. When she came back to her friends, the friends said, you were a very foolish girl. <laughs> you were a very foolish girl. This is how we succeed in, in Ghana nowadays. Look at your buttons. You won't succeed with your buttons. That was what they told her. Hey! Do you understand the story? They said, this is how we make it in Ghana nowadays. You are wasting your resources. Yes. He knows what I'm talking about. You are wasting your resources. Waste of resources. <laughs> there was a picture of a, a nice Roman, Roman Catholic sister. She was so pretty. And someone had captioned it, waste of resources. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, he is able to help us when we are being tested. So when you are being tested, he is there to help you. That is grace. Grace is the help of Jesus Christ coming to you. To, to help you jump over the problems. Not to go through it and then later come and say, Father, oh, Father, as you know that we are humans and we can't do anything. Lord, you know, forgive, Lord. You see, you just lost the opportunity to get a reward. Yes, you just lost an opportunity to get a reward. Yes, a heavenly reward. There's a reward for saying no and suffering. That is what you lose. You'll be forgiven, but you've lost something. God doesn't want you to lose anything. That is why he sent help through Jesus Christ for you. So the grace of God, yes, you can clap if you want to. So always remember why Jesus is in your life. He's there to help you. Yes. Yes. His strength is perfect in your weakness. When you are weak, his strength is very, it's very powerful, it's magnificent. To help you. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It has appeared to all men. Then he says, it teaches us, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly. Hmm? We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. How? How do we do that? Looking unto Jesus. Looking for that blessed hope. You see, there's a blessed hope. Looking, you, you need to, if you don't look for the blessed hope, you will have problems. You forget. What is that blessed hope? The blessed hope 
is, is, is looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. The blessed hope is the hope of our resurrection. It's called a Christian hope. In Romans chapter 8, okay, verse 22. Look at Romans 8, 22. Are you interested in scriptures at all? It's in the Bible. I mean, I don't like talking. I just, it's in the Bible. Claire, see it. Look at it so that you don't fight with me. It's in the Bible. Claire. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and traveleth in pain together until now. It's called the hope of the church. Okay? And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to which the redemption of our body. This is King James, so we don't understand. NLT. We like NLT or basic Bible being basic English. Mm-hmm. It's basic. You need a dictionary when you're in your Bible. But you'll be surprised that you don't understand promise. You'll be shocked that you don't understand. Yes. And we believers also grown, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as our foretaste of, the, of future glory. For we long for our bodies, have you seen it? To be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including the new bodies he has promised us. There are new bodies he has promised us. Are you in the church? Yes. And that is the, the hope of the It's called the hope of the church. The hope is, a, is something we are looking for. The change of this body. Brothers and sisters, it will come. When Jesus comes, it will happen. At the same time. And this body will change. Why am I talking about this? I'll, I'll show you why I'm talking about this very, very soon. If you know that this body that you have is the same body you are going to have in the resurrection, you will treat it very well. You will not allow it to... This same body. Listen, Jesus Christ was born, right? First time God was seen in flesh. So angels came to come and see because they have never seen God before. Angels have never, they had never seen God before until Jesus was born. That was why when Jesus was born, they came. All the angels came down to come and check. Yes, that's why one selfish watch their flocks by night. Eh? Uh-huh. You know the song? You don't know the song? We all sing it like that. It's powerful. They all came down because they had never seen God in flesh. But they saw him. Now, the, f- the flesh Jesus had, the flesh Jesus had, is the same, you see, the body Jesus died in is the same body Jesus is having now, only glorified. That is what he resurrected. Without that, we will not know that there was, if he resurrected as a, as, a, as a spirit, we will not know. He resurrected as a human being, physical human being with physical flesh. So the flesh he had when he was walking on the streets of Galilee is the same flesh he has today that he has resurrected with. Only now it is glorified. So he can appear and disappear. He can change form. There was a time he changed and became an older man. The resurrected body can change and become an older man or a younger man. On the road to Emmaus, he was a different person. They couldn't recognize him. They recognized him through breaking of bread. That's why communion is the means of having revelations of Jesus Christ. You don't just take communion. When the prophet is leading us to take communion, you just take... No, you, you, are, you are missing something. It is the means of having revelations of Jesus Christ. Yes. You see, because, I'm not talking about communion, but let me just, because I mentioned, let me just say something. The Bible says that we all be many are one bread. The bread we are taking is everybody in the body of Christ. Kenneth Hagen is inside. C.L. Osborne is inside. Ora Roberts is inside. <laughs> Bishop Dag is inside. <laughs> Abdul Ram Jackson is inside. 
John Wesley is inside. The revelation they had, the relationship they had with Jesus Christ is, is inside the bread. As you partake of that bread, eh, you can have access to the revelation they had. You can have access to the wisdom they had, the relationship they had with Jesus Christ as you partake of the bread. But because you don't know, you take it like this. Mm, today there is, is, is biscuit. Mm. I thought they would give us that other bread the last, the last time. Hey, the last time it was time so. You don't know. Yes. so. This is not fresh. You are losing something, I tell you. You are losing something very important. Yeah. Yes. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Jesus had, he had, when he was, he could appear and disappear. The Bible says the whole place, the, the room where they were, the, the windows was not, were not open, the doors were not open. All of a sudden, Jesus was standing amongst them. The resurrected body can appear and disappear. It can fly. Yes. It can change. It's an, it's an amazing thing. But amazingly, some people will not have those qualities. Because of what they did here on earth. I'm working it small, small, you will see. That's what I'm saying is the truth. This your body, eh? This your body is the same body. Same body. And fornication especially. You see, it's mentioned. Don't behave like... You see, that's the problem of our generation. The devil has vomited fornication on us. It's like we can't help ourselves. Have you noticed? It's like drinking water. Everywhere. Every corner. Young people all over. By the wall. By block somewhere. I mean, all over. Don't pretend. By in trees. I tell you. We have become monkeys. It's all over. You see, because the devil knows. Listen. The devil knows what he's getting from you. By engaging you along those lines. First Corinthians chapter 6. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Look at First Corinthians 6 from verse 12. Ish. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. Not all things are advantageous. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Look at the next verse. Meat for the belly, or food for the belly, and the belly for food. But God shall destroy both it and them. Because in the resurrected, you see, in the, in the resurrection, we don't have our uh, digestive system does not work. <laughs> There's no waste. No waste can't come out of you. You, you wouldn't have to wee wee, poo poo, none of those things. Yes, you wouldn't have to have any of those things. Yes, because there's no blood in your system. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, but flesh and bones can inherit the kingdom of God. So Jesus told them, "Behold, I am flesh. I am. I'm not a spirit. I'm flesh." And I am bones. Yes. So we, we resurrect without blood. We are now controlled by the power of God, by the Spirit of God. Yes. No blood. So there's no need for the blood to do anything in our system. So no waste. Are you in the church? So it says, You shall destroy both them and it. Then it says, Now the body is not for fornication. The body is not for fornication. But no, no, Charlie, if you don't know, if you didn't know, fine. But now you know. Listen, open your ears. Don't pretend you're not hearing me. Listen to what I'm coming to. Fire. 
with their daughter. <laughs> now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord. This body is for the Lord. This is what the, your, the Lord wants your body. And the Lord for the body. Your body is for the Lord, and the Lord is also for your body. Do you see? Next verse. And God has both raised up the Lord and will also raise us, raise up us by his own power. This body shall be raised by his own power. Next verse. Know you not that your bodies are the temple of, are the members of Christ? Not your spirits, your bodies. This body. When we talk about the body of Christ, we're not talking only about your spirits. Spiritually speaking, we are the body of Christ. The body of Christ is a, is a mystical body that includes every child of God who is born again. But it also includes human bodies, Christian bodies. This body of yours is a member of the body of Christ, not only your spirit. Your body is a member of the body of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of an harlot? God forbid. God forbid. Every time you sleep with someone, you're taking the member of Christ and making it a member of an harlot. That's what the Bible is saying. Next verse. What? No, you know that he which is joined to an harlot is one body, for two seed he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. No, no, it's like he keeps, he keeps saying it. Yet we say that it's not, it's nothing. It, it, affects, it affects you spiritually, I tell you. Oh, to be honest with you, it is in your own interest to keep off, to keep away. If those who are, are far best kept away to prosper, why do you think that you can engage that and, and prosper? It doesn't work. Without holiness, no man can see God. You need holiness to see God. That is the truth. That is the truth. Your prosperity is dependent on your holiness. If you like fool around with it, if you will not prosper, you'll be shocked. That is why there are a lot of people who are not prospering in the church. Because they have bombed out holiness. Keeping themselves and saying no. So that they can serve God. It's like, oh, it's nothing. I mean, this is, we fall and we stand up. It will fall, we all fall, we all fall and we all get up. We all fall and we all get up. We all fall. Listen, let's forget about that. Hmm? Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. In other words, it doesn't affect the body. It's outside the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. What does that mean? It means that you are destroying the body in the resurrection. Do you see? The body you need for the resurrection now. You are spoiling it. You are destroying it. Yes. Yes. So in the resurrection, you see that some people have to disappear and appear, but they can't. As they appear, it's like, some, it's not happening. You are not going anywhere. Why? The fornication is preventing them from going. Hey! Hey! Next verse. Next verse. I'm not, it's in the Bible. I'm not saying anything, whatever. I mean, you can quarrel with the Bible. I'm not the one saying it's in the Bible. So I'll just pick your fight with the Bible. What? So Paul says, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, not your spirit. Your body. So apart from your spirit being the temple of the Holy Ghost, your body, this body, you know, the body, the nomen nomen body, you know, the bottles are shaking, the breasts are shaking. Eh? Kalabayaba. <laughs> The man who that will not stay in the pan, in the in the in the boxer shorts, it is for Jesus Christ. It is part of the it's, it's the temple of the Holy Ghost. Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and that you are not your own. This body is not yours. 
It's not, it's not your own. It's not, you are not the owner. You are not the owner. Kenyon was asked to gamble with some people in a, in a train. And he told them, I didn't come with my hands. Like they, they were gambling. He needed one person more to add to the group for the gambling to work. Do you get it? And they called him, oh, Charlie, join us. He said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't come with my hands. And they said, ah, but you have hands. He said, oh, these are not my hands. They belong to Jesus. If they were mine, I would have gambled with them. But they are not mine. They are not mine. They are for Jesus Christ. Jesus owns them. Young man, remember when you are come to press send on your phone and gamble on your phone that your hands, no? And you know what? It's not for you. You are using Jesus' hands to gamble. He will ask you about it, I tell you. Oh, he will ask you about it. Eish. Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which, you have, which is in you, which you have of God, and that you are not your own? He says, you were bought at the price. For you are bought with the price. Jesus bought not only your spirit, your body. He bought your body. For you are bought with a the price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. The body is, is a place for glorifying God. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Both of them are God's. Your spirit, God needs two, two aspects of your life. Your spirit and your body. He's gained your spirit. He, he likes your body too. Why? It's very important because that's what you, that is what you will get in the resurrection. That's what you get in the resurrection. There's a resurrection of the just and the unjust. It's in the Bible. Acts chapter 24, verse... Which verse do you like? Verse 11. Acts 24, verse 11. Go to verse 14. Go to 14. I don't want us to read too much. Acts, 12, Acts 24, 14. This is Paul talking. Paul had been arrested and he, he noticed that the, the congregation had Sadducees and Pharisees in there. The Pharisees believe in the resur resurrection. The Sadducees do not believe in the resurrection. So he decided to confuse them. <laughs> so he says, but this I confess unto thee, that after the, the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and, the, and in the prophets. Next verse. And have hope toward God. This is called the hope. I have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead. Both of the just and unjust. So there's a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. It's going to happen. It will happen. Jesus himself mentioned it. John chapter 5, verse 29. Look at John 5, 29. Wow. You can read from 28, so that it's more... You can, so that you can understand it easily. 28. Marvel not at this. Jesus talking. He says, Marvel not at this. For the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. Shall hear my voice. And they shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. It's going to happen. Jesus said it. And it will happen. It will happen. Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. It's all over. It's all over in the Bible. I mean... I can show you plenty of scriptures. Just unjust. It will happen. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Some to everlasting life. And some to shame and everlasting contempt. Yes. Some will wake up to everlasting life. Some will wake up to everlasting shame and contempt. <laughs> Romans chapter 2. It's all over. It's all over in the Bible. It's all over. And the amazing thing is, that like, I, like I was saying, this same body, this same body, not another, this same body, this same body is what will be used. This place is really cool. 
The air here is very nice. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. It's amazing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This same body, not another. First Corinthians 15, verse 52. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trump shall sound. There's a trumpet that will sound. Then it says, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. Those who are alive shall be changed. This body will change. Look at the next verse. For this corruptible, this corruptible flesh must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. This mortal will put on immortality. It will change. If you are not dead, it will change. If you are dead, you will come back and come and receive your resurrection. So everybody, that is why 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. <laughs> Mercy. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. And that he started to be quiet. Next verse. Go down. Go down. Yes. But I will not have you, verse 13. I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, or those who are dead. That, so that you sorrow not. We've lost some good people. He says, don't cry like you don't have hope. It's, it's in the Bible. First Corinthians 15. says, don't, don't, we are not like those who do not have hope. If only in this life we have hope, we have all men most miserable. There's something for us. If someone dies in Christ, he's going to resurrect from the dead. Okay? But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you shall not, even as others which have no hope. There are others who do not have hope. Those are those who are not born again. But those who are born again have hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, or those who have died in Christ, will God bring with him. God will bring with they will, they will come with him. Remember this morning I was talking about the cloud of witnesses. He will come with them and they will be in the air. All those who have died in Christ, if rapture is happening right now, they will all show up in the heavens. Wow. It will happen that the word twinkling of an eye, okay, is one hundred one millionth of a blink of an eye. A blink of an eye, okay. A, a, a twinkle of an eye is one millionth of a blink of an eye. So you will not even the world will not even see what will happen. Like by the time they finish blinking, we are gone. Yes, they'll say aliens have come for us. Yes. Go back to First Thessalonians. I want to help you. Go with me, okay? For we believe that for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also who sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him? God will bring so they'll come. Next verse. Next verse. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep or which are dead. Those of us who are alive will not prevent them. In other words, we will not destroy, we will not prevent them from coming. They will also get their body. Next verse. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. Then he says, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. What will happen? If If the person was buried, maybe the person died 200 years ago in Christ, and his body was in there, they planted the, 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 whatever, they buried him, and that cemetery is where we are now, okay, because you never know, maybe some, whatever, you get it, uh-huh, and they are part, their body is even part of this cement, this concrete block, when Jesus comes in the air, 
that a particle will move out of there. They will move out of there. No, don't, don't be surprised about it. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. Dry bones. Value of dry bones. They came, every bone found their bone. So every, wherever the, the body is stored, wherever the particle is stored, it will move from wherever they are. And come together and make up the person's body once again. And the person will inherit the body. And glorified. It will happen. Yes. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Look at the next verse. Wow. wow. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. So this one, Jesus does not touch the earth. I spoke about this morning. He doesn't touch the earth. He's in the clouds. To meet the Lord in the air. We meet him in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So shall we ever be with the Lord. It's going to happen. Practically. One of these days. Hallelujah. And you should live, you should live in hope of it. If you live in hope of it, the Bible says that it will curb your foolishness. If you know that Jesus is going to appear very soon, you'll be, you'll be smarter than you are now. You will not misbehave. Yes. You will not fool around. Because any moment from now, the first century church had that consciousness. It's called Maranatha. Yes, it's in the Bible. Maranatha. Paul mentioned it. Maranatha. It means he comes. They had the consciousness of that, the fact that Jesus was coming very, very soon. Very, very soon. So the same body, same body, is what is going to be coming. And amazingly, in the resurrection of the dead, there are differences in glory. How do you expect to have the same resurrected body as Paul? Your body, your resurrected body, will have a compendium of all that you did on earth. So we'll know you when we see you. When we see you now, we'll, see, we'll, know, we'll know exactly who you are. We will know that, oh, this guy, he was not serious with God. We'll know. Sharp. Oh, clearly. Yes, and I want to show it in the Bible. So that you can be serious. Yes. So that you can be what? Serious. Let's read from verse 35. First Corinthians 15, 35. Yeah. So that you can be serious. You see, you must allow these things to guide you in life. It has to guide you. You will, not, you will not fool around. Yes. John said, all those who have this hope in them purify themselves, even as he is pure. Yes. That's in 1 John. 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. Now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, when Jesus shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, in being like him, there are levels. Their levels. It says, and everyone that has this hope, what is the hope? The hope of the resurrection. In him, purified himself, even as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is pure. Yes. It will purify you. Yes. When you remember that Jesus is coming, you get up from, the, from that lady. You wear your shorts again, it's fine. You wear your panties again, it's okay. You will do the fast. You will do the fast. Oh, yes. Yes, because the fasting, there's, there's reward for fasting. Oh, there's reward for everything. You'll be shocked. There's reward for even organizing party. For people who don't have. You see, when the prophet is doing things, you have to be smart. The prophet has built a school for the blind and done all the, It's not a small thing. There are rewards for all of that. Yes. Let me show you. Luke chapter. Luke chapter. It's in the Bible. Everything. <laughs> Luke 
chapter 14. So it's from verse 8. Verse 8. Thank you. It says, when thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit down in the highest, sit not down in the highest room, lest a man unre- a ma- a- 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 lest a more honorable man than thou be bidden of, he- of him. Next verse. And he that bid thee, and him come and say to thee, give this man place, and now begin with shame to take the lowest room. He's showing you how to attend a party and go to the lowest place so that they can invite you. But when thou art bidding, go and sit down in the lowest room, that when he, he that bid thee come, he may say unto thee, friend, go, blah, blah, blah. Next verse. For whoso has exalted himself shall be, shall be abased. Next verse. Then said he unto them, when thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbors, lest they also be thee on again and recompense and the recompense you made thee. You have been rewarded. You have gotten your reward here. <coughs> Next verse. <coughs> but when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind. Yes, all the things we do, you did that for the prisoners. God, it will not go unnoticed. All the offering have been given to feed prisoners. It will not go unnoticed. Yes. And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. You will be recompensed. You will get your reward. At the resurrection of the just, you will be there. You will be surprised at the things you will be getting rewards for. Fasting. Prayer. He says, don't pray in the open. If you pray in the, if you pray for everybody, you are praying because you want everybody to see that you are praying. Abadaba, lift up your voice. Let's keep the tune of the prayer. Na, 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 na. He says, listen, pray to your father in secret. Like, let your prayer be unto Jesus Christ. Not because you want to get a certain girl. You want a certain girl to see that you are a prayer papa. When we marry you, we don't see anything. We don't see anything. You are not praying anymore. You are just beating us. We don't like that. He says you shall get a reward for that. There are rewards for everything. Every giving has a reward. All the givings, rewards, all the seeds you are sowing, there are rewards for it. So don't do things just for this transient place. There's more. There's more. Every distance covered for the Lord, you are rewarded for it. Yes, everything you do, keyboard, whatever you are doing, rewards. There are rewards for all of them. Yes. Hallelujah. Do you see? So be smart. Don't joke. Be wilder than you have been all this while. Yes. Because something is at stake. And like I was saying, you see, there are differences. And I was going to show it to you, isn't it? 1 Corinthians 15.35 But some man will say, how shall the dead ra- how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? This is King James, so you may not understand it. So let's read NLT. It's very simple English. By NLT or BB or easy English. Yes. It's as, it goes as easy as possible. It says, but someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? Then he starts insulting the person. What a foolish question. What are you talking about? So Paul is coming to explain the resurrection. Okay? And the differences in the resurrection. Because there are differences. Like I said, you don't expect to have the same resurrected body as Paul. Look at the things he suffered. Paul knew some things, though. That's why they lash him, he will go. He's wounding muscles. They are lashing. Shipwreck. They are beating him with, with iron rods. Yes, fastings often. 
cares of the churches. Many foolish people around. He's still taking care of them. Doing everything. Why? He says, if for nothing I fought beasts at Ephesus, then I'm a fool. He fought at Ephesus to bring the gospel to Ephesus. Yes, he fought in prayer. Fought in a lot of things. Yes, he said, a great, a great door and effectual is open unto me, but many are the adversaries. But he fought through to make sure the gospel was planted there. He fought through to make sure the gospel was planted in, 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 in Corinth. He did what he could. Why? He knew what was at stake. So he's explaining to us. What a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, and this is science, everybody knows. When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. Is it true? It means that death for a believer is not for termination. Believers don't die to be terminated. We die for germination. We have death for germination, not death for termination. So it says that it has to die first. Isn't it? Next verse. And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow. Is it true? If you put corn in the ground, you will not see the corn coming out, corn, 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 lines of corn. No, you see a plant. Another thing comes out. What comes out is different from what you put in there. Do you see? Huh. And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow, but only a bare seed of wheat or whatever you are planting. Whatever you are planting, you see it. Then God gives it the new body he wants to, it to have. A different plant grows from each kind of seed. A different plant grows from what? Each kind of seed. So what, the question is, what kind of seed are you planting today? Because the, you have a different kind of plant at the end of the day. You did about Next verse. Then it says, similarly, there are different kinds of flesh. One kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, another for fish. There are also bodies in the heavens and bodies on the earth. The glory of the heavenly bodies is different from the glory of the earthly bodies. Is it true? All the heavenly bodies, the stars, the moon, the sun, they, have, they, are, they shine brighter than anything on earth. Is it true? Okay, next verse. Then it says, the sun has one kind of glory. While the moon and the stars each have another kind, and even the stars differ from each other in their glory. Next verse. So it is the same way with the resurrection of the dead. Same way with the resurrection of the dead. So in the resurrection of the dead, there are those who will be bright, like the sun. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. King James, Matthew 13, 44. Hey. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hidden in a field. The which when a man has found, he hideth and for joy, thou goeth, goeth and selleth. Next verse. I don't want us to read too much. So let me just show it to you. Which verse do you like? Oh. Okay, 40. 40. 40 to 43. 44, we missed it. 40 to 43. As therefore the chairs are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of, the, of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing, there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. So the fire is wailing and gnashing of teeth. Outer darkness is weeping and gnashing of teeth. They are the same, okay? Look at this. It says, Then shall the righteous, the righteous, shall shine as what? They shall shine as? As the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who has ears to hear, let him hear. So there are those who shine as a the sun. Then there are those who shine as the firmament. 
You see, when it's morning, you see that the firmament, the, the clouds, are, they also have their own type of shining glory. The sun has its own glory. The firmament also has. So Daniel chapter, chapter 12, verse 2. Look at Daniel 12, 2. I'll finish soon, okay? Look at this. It says, and many of them that sleep, don't worry, we are going. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the air shall awake. Some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So some people will, will wake up to shame. Do you get it? Shame and everlasting contempt. Look at the next verse. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. This is a different group. They shall shine as what? The brightness of the firmament. And they that ten minutes righteousness as the stars forever and ever. So there's the glory of the sun, the moon, and the stars. So also is the resurrection of the dead. Some will come up as sun. Some will come up as moon. Some will come up as firmament. Some will come up as stars. And even the stars, they are different levels of glory. They are small stars. There's a star called Betelgeuse. There's another star called Antares. Yes. What? Little Ben. Many stars. And they have different shining abilities. In the resurrection, you see, the moon takes its sun, its light, its brightness from the sun. So in the resurrection, there are some people who will be taking their glory from another. They can't have their own glory. Do you, do you know? It will be very serious though. Yes. Very, very serious. And everything you did for the Lord will be rewarded. Yes. Your body will be a compendium of rewards. Yes. First Corinthians 4, 5. Look at First Corinthians. Let's say it's just nothing before the time. So don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time before the Lord returns. For he will bring out our, bring our darkest secrets to light and reveal our pri- private motives. <laughs> yes, the Lord is expect He will bring everything out. I tell you, if you are playing the keyboard because of something else, He will bring it out. I tell you, if you want the soul because of something, you want the soul. Someone said, Give your soul to the Lord. The body, there, give it to me. Give the body to me and give the soul to the Lord. <laughs> he will bring our darkest secrets to light and reveal our private motives. Yes, private motives. Why are you doing the ministry? Is it because of money or because of you? It will come. He says, Then and only then will God give to each one whatever praise is due. So there will be due praise given to all of us, depending on from God. Due praise. Yes. So you can't, you can't make a judgment. It says, wait until that day. When the Lord appears, then we'll see it properly. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So brothers and sisters, what do you think? Yeah, because Paul mentioned it. Paul mentioned that also we must show. Colossians chapter 1. <laughs> yes, I was talking about you. Colossians 1 28. It's in the Bible. Yes. It says, Christ, whom we preach, warning every man 
It says we preach Christ and warn every man. And teach every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. It's a warning. God, you need to be warned. Yes. Also, you must show. What, what warning that? You're warning. You can let's read amplified. You'll see it. Eh? Christ, whom we pre- amplify. We proclaim him warning and instructing everyone in all wisdom. That is with comprehensive insight into the word and purpose of God. So that we may present every person complete in Christ. Next, mature, fully trained, and perfect in him. The anointed. Yes. We warn you. Other, you can look at other versions. Message. Look at message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. This one says, don't add to the message. Yes. But it's a warning. There's another one. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. That one is even better. Second, you, want, you want warning? It's in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment, of, the judgment seat of Christ, so that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Next verse. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. It's knowing that you must know the terror of God. If you don't know the terror of God, you will live your life like life like you are mad. Yes, you think you are. You think your life is for you. You better change. I just came to tell you that it's not yours. The earlier you start giving your life to the Lord properly, and stop this fake. Like stumbling between two opinions, the better. Yes. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. The terror of the Lord. There's a day coming, you stand before him and you, you, you'll be surprised that the Lord will not be a loving lamb. He'll be a wild lion roaring in front of you. Why did I, why did you let me lose that person? Why? And heaven will be quiet, you'll be quiet. You'll just be there like that. Yes. It's an amazing thing. You want, you want to know the child of the Lord? First Corinthians. It's in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 3. Verse, verse, which one do you like? Verse 13. Let's read verse 13. First Corinthians 3, 13. It's in the Bible. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it. The day of the Lord shall be. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it. Because it shall be reviewed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what's what it is. Where is the fire? The fire is Jesus' eyes. On that day, you stand before the Lord alone. Bima is foot space. So only one, we don't go as families. We can't go as a family. We can't go as friends. We can't go uh, as a, as a basenta. We can't go as a basenta. You can go only as an individual. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be reviewed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. The fire is Jesus' eyes. Revelation chapter 1. This, uh, 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 John mentioned that when he saw Jesus, his eyes was a flame of fire. And he would look at you eyeball to eyeball. The most uncomfortable thing in the whole world. Eyeball to eyeball. And as he looks into your eyes, the fire of his eyes will consume your works. If your work was done after gold, silver, precious stone, you have reward. If it was wood, hay, stubble, he says, if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. You will pass through the fire. If your works are burnt, you will come out. You see, some people will be naked in heaven. It's in the Bible. <laughs> yes. Actually, because all your works, all your works, you see, that's your garments. I don't know if the last, last time I came, I mentioned it. It's your garments. There are two, there's a robe of righteousness and the garment of righteousness. It's not the same. 
Read in the Bible, there's a robe of righteousness. Which is the gift of righteousness that God gives to you at your new birth? Apart from that, you are given a wedding garment to sow. Which is your righteous works for the Lord. The things, all the things, you are, you are sowing your own, your own dress. Which is actually your resurrected body. Your dress is your resurrected body. Actually. Do you see? Revelation 19, verse 18, verse 8. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine line and clean and white. But the fine line is the righteousness of sin. The word righteousness there is actually righteous acts. This is diakosune, not dikaioma. This is diakosune. It means righteous acts or righteous works. It's also called the righteousnesses of the saints. Which is your resurrected body. And it's a compendium of all your work. That's why I said that we will see what you did by just seeing you. Let me see, you will see. Why did you do the things you did? Did you, did you do it or you didn't do it? And if you did it, did you do it out of a pure motive? Or you did it for some, for some other reason? Yes. Show me the place where it says that uh, keep your garment so that you are not found naked. It's also in Revelation, Revelation 14 or so. Wow. So you should be afraid. It's good that you are afraid. You can just type naked, it will come. It's the only verse in, in Revelations that has naked in there. 1615. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So there are some people who will be walking naked and their shame will be seen. Because there's no there's, no, there's nothing in the, in the garments. Everything. Bibi Ashe, when he went to the fire, Ashe. You, don't, you didn't win any soul. Your, your life was Echo Bank, Vodafone, MTN. You were just working for Babylon. Yes, yes. You must, you must listen to the prophet's uh, 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 camp on let my people go. You will change, it will change your life forever. You see, don't pretend that you don't know what's going on. It's happening live. Babylon was created to suck out your life so that you don't concentrate on God. That's it. Yes. Yes. I don't want to walk naked. Keep your garments. Yes. Imagine walking naked in... in <laughs> it's not literal. Eh? For eternity. For eternity. No reward for eternity. Everybody knows you didn't do anything. Right now, we can't tell. We are talking generally, but we, we can't tell. So this one is just practical. In, the, in, the, in heaven, everybody will see. That's all the meetings you... And they'll compare all the meetings you were given, all the opportunities you were given. Don't miss the meetings, though. Sorry. Keep coming. All the opportunities you were given. It matters to what you actually did. Yes. We are judged as servants. We are not judged as sons and daughters of God. But we are, as servants, we are judged. And that's what is at stake. So be wise. That is why he says that he that winneth souls is wise. Yes. It will not bend. It will not bend. It will not bend. He says, those that are wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Yes. That's in um, Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. I want to shine as a star forever and ever. Yes. Lord, help me shine. 
as a star. Help me not miss the throne you have prepared for me. Rejoiner said he saw many thrones that were empty. Many thrones that were empty. Because those for whom it was prepared messed up when we're here. Time is for sowing. Eternity is for reaping. You must sow something. I'm not talking about financial seeds. I'm talking about spiritual seeds. Sowing seeds of evangelism and sowing it. Helping people grow in the law. It is our vocation. Every other thing is an avocation. Yes. It is a side job. Why work in the bank? You are, in the, you are working in the bank so I can meet people that you can help and train for the Lord. Yes. So awake. I'm saying all these things to, for you to awake out of. Eh? Awake, old sleeper. Yes, complacency and slumber. As though you are not concerned. Like we are shouting. Wake up and pray. It's like we are talking too much. Sometimes, sometimes it's so painful. Yes. It's gone out to you say, oh, I will not go out. I don't like. I don't, I don't have time. I don't have. Listen, I wake out of. That is what the Bible says. It says, I wake. When Paul was talking about the resurrection, at the point he said that, listen. Go, go to that place. First Corinthians chapter 15. Eh? Look at verse 34, 30, 33, first of all. Hmm? 32. Talking about it. it says, if after the man of men are fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage is that me? If the dead rise not, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. If there's no resurrection, then let us all eat and drink. There's no point to all the things we are doing. There's no point. There's no point to all the fastings, all the prayings, all the moving, all the, the traveling, all the things that we are There's no point to it. If there's no resurrection of the dead. Yes. There's no, there's no need to move. Leave your family and move. Do some things. Come back late in the night, 1 a.m. Why? You are talking to souls. Trying to guide some people and help some people. There's no point for all those things. But there is a point. There is a point. There's a reward for everything. There's a point. Pastor, there's a point. You may not have anything, any, anything here on earth. But there in heaven, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. You'll be surprised. At the things that you have, you'll be shocked. Yes. He says, be not deceived. That's the next verse. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Be not deceived. Evil communications. When you're engaging, like, oh, uh, this world is, is uh, you only live once. Charlie, you must enjoy. You must do this. Listen, the enjoyment, it will cost you. It will cost chase money. Chase the girls. Charlie, be happy. You know, when you're in school, you don't get the girls. But when you finish school and you become a whatever, you come back to the school and come and enjoy the girls. Foolish communications. Evil communications that corrupt good manners. Then he says, the next verse, he says that, listen, Awake to righteousness. Awake. So that's, that's the reason I'm, preaching. I'm telling you. Awake to righteousness. What is righteousness? You see, what is righteousness? Righteousness is bringing God's word. God's gospel to people. When the Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is the righteousness of God? The righteousness of God is that everyone will receive Christ. That is the righteousness of God. That is it. Everyone will come in. Everyone will be part of the kingdom. God wills that all men be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is God's right. This is what he wants. So he says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Righteousness is the will of God. And sin not. Awake to righteousness and sin not. Then he says, for some have not the knowledge of God. The reason why they are fooling around is because they don't have the knowledge of God. That's what I'm telling you now. Then he says, I speak this to your shame. 
I speak to your shame that you don't have the knowledge of God as of now. Yes. Arise out of sleep. Out of slumber. Every time he talks about the resurrection, he says, awake. Awake. Stop sleeping. Stop sleeping. Tell me about stop sleeping. Stop sleeping. You slept for a long time. In the final quest, the war was, was waging. They were preparing for war. Others were behind. There were those who were behind in the army of God. Were partying, doing peace sign. Partying and, and doing whatever. That's what a lot of Christians are doing. There's a major war raging, raging, raging. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 2. Look at 1 Corinthians 5, 2. Sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 2. Not 1 Corinthians. You see Christians who are fooling around. They don't, they don't know something, that's why. It says, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night. You know perfectly. For when they say, they say, those who are out there say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. Because the second coming is for their destruction. I travel upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness. Because you keep hearing the word, you are not in darkness. That the day should overtake you as a thief. It's not supposed to take you as a thief. Overtake you. Like you are surprised that Jesus has come. It shouldn't be a surprise for you. You should be living with him. With his coming in mind. All the time. Maranatha. He comes. Yes. Lift up your eyes, church. For your redemption draweth nigh. Our redemption draws nigh. As he comes, our redemption is drawing nigh. Our redemption draw it nigh. Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Look at Philippians 3, 20. For our citizenship is in heaven. From whence also we look. Our city, the word conversation, citizenship is in heaven. From whence? From heaven we also look for the Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. We look for him. You see, we look out for him. Amplified. I don't know if the amplified will help us. But we are, diff- we are different because our citizenship is heaven. This is another type of amplified, eh? Then it says, and from there, we eagerly await the coming of, you see, eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For what purpose? Next, okay, this is the correct amplified. Huh? But we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, our Savior, who also shall, who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation to conform to and be like the body of his glory and majesty by exerting that power which he enables him even to subject everything to himself. We are, we are with endlessly. Endlessly. So it should not overtake you as a thief in the night. If you are waiting for it, it will not be a surprise. And you must live. God is expecting you to live in constant expectation of Jesus' coming because you don't know when he will come for you. Yes. Yes. But you, brethren, are not in darkness. That that day should overtake you as a thief. Verse 5. You are the children of light. Say, I'm a child of light. And the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Next verse. Then it says, Therefore, let us not sleep. As do others. There are others who are sleeping. Charlie, don't sleep. Don't sleep. Stop sleeping. Awake. Now that you know these things, awake out of your slumber. Start acting. Start acting. Start moving. Go on the mission God wants you to go. Don't stop. When you are sent, be happy. If they don't send you, send yourself. Go and plant a church. Do something. Change your life. Don't say that my center head is not organizing the meeting. Organize it yourself. Do what you are supposed to do. Bring people to the house of God. Be motivated because you know what is at stake. Yes. 
Let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. I came to tell you to watch and be sober. For our Lord cometh. He cometh. All the people we are not preaching to, they too do have resurrection. All the people we are not preaching to, they too do have resurrection. It's called the resurrection of the unjust. The one I just, what I've described is the resurrection of the just. The resurrection of the just is unjust is also there. You remember? Yes. I mentioned it. Paul mentions it. Jesus mentions it. John chapter 5. Daniel mentions it, uh, mentions it as well. They also come. Now, what will happen to them? All those who did not die in Christ will come out of the grave. And when they come out of the grave, they will also be given a body. The body they had before they died is the body they will come up with. And the frailties and the weaknesses that were in that body is what they will still have in the resurrection. So if the person died with cancer, he will rise with cancer in his body. If he died with whatever, he will rise with that in his body, with his frailties, with his problems. And he will come and stand before the Lord. In, Romans, in Revelation chapter 20, verse 11, they will come and stand before the Lord. Listen, if you love somebody, if you have love for, for your family, for your family member, pray for their salvation. Pray, and you see, when we say pray for salvation, don't be praying unnecessary prayers. Pray for liberals to be sent to them. That's the prayer topic. Pray for liberals to be sent to them. Maybe you can't talk to them, but a laborer can go. Someone can go. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will force out laborers to that particular person for his salvation. It's important. Because if they don't get born again and they sink it, return it is finished. Had I known. Had I known. You see, and the Lord will, after, I told you at the beginning, he will hold you responsible. He will hold you responsible. He will hold us responsible. Yes, he will hold us responsible. Go back to Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. I'm closing. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Next verse. Even the earth and the heaven runs away when God sits on his white throne. And I saw the dead, small and great. They could have, they, 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 may, they may be rich people, you have to preach to them. The rich man descended. That is the, that's, it was a true story. Jesus didn't say, he didn't say another parable speak he. It was not a parable, it was a real story. They knew the rich man, they knew Lazarus. Yes. They knew the rich man, they knew Lazarus. It was not a parable. It was a real story. And that rich man sank, the Bible says he died. When he died, they took him. Down, down. Hell is not the final place. You see, it is, your, it is wickedness on our part to not tell anybody. All these guys who are, let's tell them, let's see what we are supposed to say. Seriously, say what you are supposed to say, so that you will not be blamed. Just say what you are supposed to say. Yes. Say what you are supposed to say. You remember Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17. If I tell the unrighteous man, the wicked one, go to that place. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning. We are supposed to give them warning. Nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his, in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at your hand. How many people's blood are going to be required at your hand? 
Paul said, I'm free from the blood of all men. Because I've not ceased to give you the full counsel of God. Next verse. Verse 19. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness. Let's warn them. How is the warning? Preach the gospel. Preach what, say what you're supposed to say. Tell them. There's a book on it. Tell them. Tell them. 120 reasons why you need to win souls. Tell them. If they turn not from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Preach the gospel because you want to deliver your soul. Yes, preach it. Let's not, let, let us not let them sink into darkness forever. Eternal damnation. Let's not do that. That's why I organized the conference. So that nobody goes. At least in our generation, many will go together with us. Yes. yes. Because we are responsible for it. We are all responsible for our generation. We are responsible for it. We should not let them sink. James said, look at James chapter 1, verse 22. James 1, 22. That's Jude 1, 22. Not James. Jude. He says, and of some, have compassion, making a difference. And others, save with fear. Pulling them out of the fire. There's a fire that is waiting for them. What fire is that? Revelation 20. Verse 11, and I saw the dead, small and great, standing before the throne. Next verse, verse 12. And I saw the small and great standing before, before God. And the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Next verse. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. This is the final thing. Death and hell delivered up the, the dead which were in them. And were judged, every man according to their works. Everybody. And not, nobody's work at that time can qualify. They will, they will come and say, I did this, I did this philanthropy work, I did this. It will not make any difference because their work will be compared to the work of Jesus Christ and it cannot be compared. They will have nothing to say. Look at the next verse. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. Even death and hell will be punished. It will be put into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Next verse. And eh, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. It's a lake of fire. It's not a, it's not, it's not play, it's not a playground. He yeah. says, some of them save. They can't have jumps in the lake of fire. Yeah. It's a lake. It goes through. Maybe next time I'll explain to you what the lake of fire. I don't know if I've explained it here before. What the lake of fire is. Yes. It's, 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 the, it's called the eternal judgment. That is it. It's finished. It's the judgment of the world that was and the world that is. Yes. The sea we see today, okay, is, a, is the same water that was used to destroy those who were here before we came. There were people, there, there were other things here before we came. Yes. So the sea we see, there has things inside. Oh, yes. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. This is not part of my message, but let me just explain it to you. Genesis 1 1. In the beginning, God created. The heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. The earth became without. God did not create an earth that was without form and void. It was good. 
it became. The word became is higher. It means I had to move from what it was, this, this beauty, to a destructive face. It says, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the soul of God moved upon the face of the waters. Water was used to destroy that world because of their errors. That was the judgment, the final judgment of that world. This, our earth, is also reserved in judgment for fire. It's reserved for fire. Second Peter chapter, chapter 3. Verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Have you seen it? Yes. There's a place where it says, it's, this earth is up. It says, this, they don't know that this earth is reserved unto fire. It's up. I think. Maybe verse, verse 7. So the old world was judged with water. Hmm? But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same way that kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. This world is reserved unto fire. The old world was destroyed with water. Go up. That's verse 6. Verse 6, please. Whereby the world that then was. From verse 5. Go back to verse 5. For this they willingly are ignorant of all those who say that Jesus Christ says he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's not coming. He has been waiting to we have been waiting for him to come. You are in the Bible. Go to chapter, go to verse 1. You are clearly in the Bible. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you in both uh, next verse. <laughs> Yet you may be mindful of, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before of the holy prophets and the commandments of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Next verse. Knowing this verse, that they shall come in the last scoffers, walking after their own last. Scoffers. They are mocking God. Next verse. And saying, this is their saying. Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, since the fathers died, all things continue normal as they were from the beginning of the creation. Normal. Then it says, for this they ignorant, they are ignorant, for this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of gold, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. Next verse. Whereby the world that then was, there was a world that then was, being overflowed with water perish. It's not talking about Noah's time. This is before Noah's time. The world that was, was destroyed with water. So when God was, you see, what we call creation in Genesis chapter 1, it's not creation, it's refurbishment. God was refurbishing the earth. So the old earth that was created by God in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 is the same earth that was called out of the water. In Genesis 1 verse 9. Look at Genesis 1 9. And God said, let the water, the waters under the heaven, remember there was waters on the earth. Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. So he just called the dry land to appear. And it was so. Next verse. And God called the dry land earth. Have you seen it? He gathered all the water, called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. So the seas we are seeing today is a sea that was used to, the water that was used to judge the water then was. So the sea we are seeing has another civilization inside. They are not like us. There are demons inside. There are things inside. Oh, yes. There are beings inside. I tell you, it's not a lie. The stories you have been hearing, people are not people. It's true. <laughs> Some of them visit every now and then. It is the truth. Every now and then, those who live in the coastal areas can tell you. It's not a joke. People call things from it. So when the Bible says that in Revelation chapter 20, where it says that hell... And death gave up the dead. Then it says, and the, the sea, the sea also gave up the dead. Because the sea, that is why the sea is salty. 
it is for preservation. They are preserving some, some things in there. Yes, that's why I sought it. Hey! And can you imagine that? He says, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it. He's not talking about those who died on the sea. He's talking about the, those who were judged. So the sea that is the, is the old world that was destroyed. Yes, it's not now. That is why when God finishes all the judgments in the new heaven and the new earth, there's no more sea. Revelation 21, verse 1. There's no sea. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. Why? Because the sea has finished serving its purpose. So the new heaven and the new earth does not have any sea there. Hey! So the lake of fire. Lake of fire, no. It is the old sea. The old water. It's the judgment of the old. And the judgment of the new. Mixed together. To make a lake of fire. Our world is reserved unto fire. The other world was destroyed with water. When water and fire meet, it becomes a lake of fire. So we can't, listen, I'm saying all this to let you know that we can't just sit and watch. It is, it is urgent. It is an emergency. It's a serious issue. All those who are dying and descending into hell are dying and descending to hell because we are not doing anything. There's an urgency. That is why the prophet keeps sending people all across the world when pastors are sleeping and doing all kinds of things. Just enjoying money and not minding the, the, the great commission. There's something at stake. We'll all be judged, brother. God will ask us questions that we cannot answer. He says, don't judge anything before the time. Don't think that because a certain man of God has whatever, whatever. Don't judge before the time. Private secret motives will come out. And then all of us will get our due commendation. Do the work. Do the work. Souls are perishing. Do the work. Time no day. Time no day. We must not allow them to sink. We must not allow them to sink. I want us to pray tonight that the Lord will give us this sense of urgency. Like, Charlie, some fire must burn in you. What, what do you think? Some fire must burn in you. Lord, touch my heart. Touch my heart. Help me rid people out of the fire. I don't want this conference to end for me to just be around and just be hanging out. I want, I want, I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. Help me have this fire burning in me constantly. This is what Paul saw. Yes, they saw the future. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Talk to the Lord right now. Wherever you are. Open my eyes, Lord. Help me burn. Help me burn. We must burn, brother. Don't be content with the 1,000 that you have. There are many, many that are there. Many more, many more, many more. We cannot stop. As long as there's one person walking on the streets, walking on the streets, who is thinking that this thing is a joke? We have a work to do. We have something to do. Talk to the Lord. Lord, help me. Help me. Souls are perishing. Help me, Lord. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Help me, Lord. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Help me, Jesus. Help me see. Help me see. Help me know how important it is. It is urgent. It is urgent. It is not normal. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me know. 
Help me know your love for sinners. The extent to which you went. Help me go the length you went. Help me go the depth you went. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Talk to the Lord right now. Lift up your answers. The Lord is telling him he's going to show you some of you, if not all of you, hell. And let you feel how it feels. He's going to give you an experience that will make you not forget. What others are going to suffer because you are quiet. Paul said, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. You will not be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Lift up your eyes right now. Hands right now. It's happening right now. Lord, show them. Show them. One. Two. He's showing it. Yes. 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 Kola Hadamada. Valabaya. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord is going to show it to you. He's showing it to you. It's happening right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Touch. Touch their eyes. Let them see. Give them visions. Give them visions. Give them dreams. Visions. Let them. The Lord is releasing unto you a vision, a vision, a vision, a feeling, something to help you, to help you to always remember. To help you to always remember. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. The Lord is bringing images to you right now. Images to you right now. To show you. It is urgent. It is urgent, brother. It is urgent, sister. Yeah. 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 It is urgent. It is urgent. It is urgent. Mando How beautiful are the feet of them who bring glad tidings of good things. The Lord is making your feet beautiful. Upon the mountains of Mount Zion, you will be coming with the gospel. Nanda Gadabaya. Regadabadaba. Madogodobo. Shagadabaya. Regadabadaba. Madohosegedebe. Mola Adabaya Dabala. Madadaba. Madadaba. Father, lead us. Your fire in our hearts. Light up your fire in our hearts, Lord. And lead us. Make us torches for this generation. Great burning and shining lights. Let many rejoice in our lights. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Touch our hearts with the agency of the matter. So that we'll go for you. 
and do what you have designed for us to do. Thank you that on that day we will not be found wanting. We will give answers. Answers to the questions that are coming. We will not lose any. We will read them out of the fire. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for visions and dreams for all of us. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.